everybody. It's busy from Busy Living Sober. I hope everybody's having a great week. A shout out to my friend in New Zealand and my friend in Dallas, Texas. Thinking of y'all. I think you're in Dallas. Am I correct? You're not in Houston, right? Dallas. Anyway, my topic today is reaching out for help. You know, nobody is ever wants to reach out for help because it shows vulnerability. It shows the lack of strength, right? It's like it shows that you don't got this. Asking for help shows vulnerability. Asking for help is hard to do. And I think it starts at such a young age, right? So it starts at the age like when we're squeeze. At least I remember when my kids were little and they'd be like, I got this. I got this. I can walk. I can do this. I can do this. I can do that. I can make my own cereal. I can make my own toast. I got this. I got this. And that reaching out for help when we feel like we're drowning is really important. I know for me, I um, I ask for help probably more often than not. I don't got this. I am. I don't know why I have the ability to say that I don't have this and that I am trying to do my best and that it's hard and that I'm really trying hard, but I can't do it alone. Um, raising my kids by myself was tough. I have to say it was tough, but I would call people and ask for help. And when I decided that I wanted to quit drinking, I joined a 12 step group because I knew I needed others. I needed help. And then I got something that we call in 12 step groups, a sponsor, which is like somebody like a mentor. And I got this mentor and she was so awesome and helpful. And she still is to this day. And it gives me the ability to tell you what's going on. Tell someone someone where I am and what's going on with me and have that ability to trust someone, to really trust someone and really care about someone and know that that person loves me. I did a, um, a vlog last Thursday about anonymity and how I'm out there with my addiction and the fact that I'm an addict and the fact that I'm an alcoholic. I'm out there. Everybody knows that I'm an alcoholic. I tell people and there's some old rules that um, actually there's a lot of rules that came out with the 12-step program that are all about anonymous and not telling anybody that you work a 12-step program because you it makes you not humble if you talk about it. And what if you go out and you drink again? Then it makes people think that the program doesn't work. But For me, I have to be honest about it because it gives me the freedom, the freedom to be who I am. And it takes time to be free and be who we are instead of doing things for other people and being things for other people. I think it's so important for us to be honest with ourselves. So for me to be honest with myself, I have to be honest with others and I have to tell people who I am. I mean, is that all I am as an alcoholic? No, <laughs> by no stretch of the imagination. It's just one of the parts of me. And, um, you know, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm a friend. And I am out there to tell everybody that it's something, it's so nice to have the ability to be able to be honest about with people with about who I am. 
be able to tell people honestly, you know what? I am an alcoholic and you know what? I don't have this. I don't have anything. I just have today. That's all I have. And you can be sober today too if you just do it for today. Life is hard. Depression is hard. Anxiety is hard. There's all these real things that are going on in the world, right? People are battling mental illness that falls. This umbrella is very large and very vast, the mental health umbrella. And people are out there fighting all these horrible diseases, and they're all by themselves. And they don't want to tell anybody because of the shame. The shame that's associated with this horrible disease of mental illness. But is there really anything to be ashamed of? I think not. I think not. I think that we can all find a friend, a confidant, someone to reach out to. Um, I also wrote a blog this week about friendship and how important friendship is to me. I have a handful of friends that I've had for many, many, many years, decades, actually. And we can be honest with each other. And that has given me, and it's given them, an ability to have a life that's amazing, right? They have an amazing life because it might not be perfect every day. An amazing life, I think, is a life where you get up in the morning and you try to do your best each day. And it's hard, but you keep trudging. You keep trudging. You know, when we're alive, we have hope. If we're no longer alive, we don't have any more hope because that's gone because we're gone. But if we're alive, we can get out there and we can live each day. And I know some days are harder than others, but it's those great days that make those hard days possible, right? So if we just live in a life that's just like, okay, it's all perfect every day, then we wouldn't know what a great day was. If every day was the same, like in like a movie like Forrest Gump, where his life was the exact same each day, and life is like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're going to get. But you don't know what you're going to get. We don't know what we're going to get each day. We can get up in the morning and have plans of what we'd like to accomplish in that day, but does it really matter? I don't think so. (laughs) To be honest, I don't think it does matter. I wake up in the morning and my first thought is, God, just take my day. Just take this day and let me roll with it. Just let me roll with it. There are a couple things that I want to get done most days. But if I don't get it done, will I be okay? Nine out of ten times I'm going to be okay. Now, nothing that I have to do. I'm not a brain surgeon, so I don't have to go operate on people. And I don't have to, um, you know, I'm not a money manager and I'm not an attorney. I'm not, none of those things. But what I am is a friend. And if I'm there for my friends or if I'm there to help just one person today, then I'm having a good day. Truly, that's how I base my life because I believe that we are there. We are put on this earth to help each other. I think we're put on this earth to love each other. I think that there's enough judgment and enough. Everybody's so, God, upset these days. It's just crazy, crazy, crazy how upset people get and how people are doing things that we would never even think of. I mean, I I, I have to bring up Anthony Bourdain. And Kate Spade again, because the just the thought, they were the creme de la creme. They were the top of their game. They had no financial issues. But you know what? There was a hole inside of them. 
And when there's a hole inside of us or there's pain inside of us that we can't talk about and it's just so dark we can't go there, I can see where we, there is no light, right? There's no, we get to the point that there's no light. But rather than taking our own lives, it takes time and energy and patience to realize that each day is a new day. And there's people out there that will listen to us. I promise that I would listen to you. If you wanted to reach out to me at busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y, at busylivingsober.com, I would respond. I swear. I promise you I will respond because I want you to know that you're not alone. And, you know, sitting there and being on social media, I think it's great. But, I mean, kind of, not really. I mean, I don't even, I'm done bringing the iPad to my bedroom. I don't have my cell phone in my bedroom. I don't have any of that stuff in my bedroom. I'm over it. I don't want to know what's going on in other people's lives on Facebook because it really doesn't matter because it doesn't affect my life. If anything, it brings up those horrible, deadly sins of like envy, jealousy, what I question, what's wrong with me? Why do these people have these great lives and I don't have a great life? Well, you know what? I have my life. And if there's this old saying, like if you throw all of your problems into a pot, which one, whose problems are you going to pick out? You're going to pick out your own. You're not going to pick somebody else's. You're going to pick your own. And your battles are your battles. And you get to own those battles. But you don't have to be alone. So how do you make a friend? My husband said to me two nights ago, how do you make a friend? Well, I know this for me. And I don't know if it's because I'm from the Midwest. But, like, I say hi to everyone. And I say hi. And if we strike up a conversation and I feel like maybe I could have something in common with this person, I might ask for their phone number. Or I might say, you want to grab a cup of coffee? That's what they did in the old days. That's how people made friends, right? They went and they said, want to grab coffee? There were no cell phones. There were no social media. People just talked to each other. That's how you made a friend. You talked. We need to open up our hearts and be willing to go to those places that we might not know. And I know it's scary to thought, think, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm going to make a new friend and I don't really know this person and I don't know their background. But isn't that okay? That's how you get to know someone. I don't think many people are going to go out there and then, you know, hurt you. I think that you go and you have coffee with someone and then you see if you, if you have the same likes and same dislikes and if you have something in common. But everybody just wants somebody to give them a smile and say hi. We're so isolated now today. Nobody really, at least in this city, gets together and has dinner and like, let's have a dinner party. It's too much work. Let's go to a restaurant. Forget it. Nobody wants to cook dinner. Nobody just wants to sit around and talk and be there and not judge, but be there and listen. Listening is so important because so many people feel alone and like they have no one to talk to. I know for me, I love my friends. I love being able to talk to my friends. I love being present. I love having the ability to be me. And to have my friends know who I am and to know what I think is important and what I don't think is important. I, um, I just think, um, life is just, uh, life is a gift. Life is a gift. Time is a gift. 
take advantage of the time. Take advantage of your life. Take advantage of where you live. Take advantage of who you are. Love yourself. Yesterday's gone. Those stories of yesterday in our head are gone. We are not going to change yesterday. We can learn from it, but we're not going to change yesterday. It's already gone. We can't go back and there's no time machine. We can't go back and rewrite it. We can't go back and be somewhere else. We can't even go back five seconds ago. I can't even do that. All I have is right now. If you're listening, give yourself a hug and say, I love myself. And you might not really believe it. But if you keep doing it, you will. A friend of mine was telling me yesterday that there was a thing on NPR and National Public Radio. There was someone talking about gratitude and how gratitude is such an important gift. And I've talked about that on my podcast numerous times. So here I am going to go do that gratitude list thing again. Because if on your gratitude list, if you ask God for help on your gratitude list, what if you said, God, I am grateful for. That's thanking him for help. God, I hope you will show me the way. That's the way to do this. That's the way to ask for help. You can do it in a gratitude list. But what I was going to say that my friend said about gratitude is, is like gratitude is genetic. Like you have to learn. It's a muscle, that gratitude of being able to look at things in a positive way instead of in a negative way. And if you don't do it right now, you can train that muscle to be positive. And instead of having the negative thoughts and going to the negative thoughts, you can change your way of viewing it and make them positive. You have the ability to do that. You might not think you can change it, but you can. I'm here to tell you that you can. The days that I feel sad and the days that I feel alone and the days that I am stuck in fear or remorse are the days that I can't live in the light because I'm spending too much time thinking about the future that isn't here yet and I'm thinking about the past that is gone. So it's living right now, right here, right now. If you don't know how to do that, reach out for help. Reach out to someone. Go to church. If you've never been to church, try church. Try the 12-step group. Try something so that you don't have to be alone. Because I promise you, someone out there is feeling the same exact way that you are and you could help somebody else. That's where I find my joy. That's where I find my happiness is helping others. That's why I keep doing these podcasts and vlogs and all this crazy stuff I do. It's because I want to help somebody and I want somebody out there knowing that I am an alcoholic. I am an alcoholic and I don't want you to feel alone. I don't want you to feel ashamed. I just want you to reach out for help and look for someone. Find a friend. Get off social media. It's not good for you. It's horrible. God, that Facebook is just so dark and it's not real. It's not real. I have to tell you, like I have like whatever many friends, but let's be realistic. My real true friends is my mother told me when I was a little girl, I only have a handful of those real true friends that I can tell the truth to, but I have them. You need them. You need to tell people how you're feeling so you don't have to feel alone anymore. And reaching out for help makes you vulnerable. And it makes you human. Because you're all human out there listening.
don't do this by yourself. It's too hard. It's too hard. Nobody wants to do this world by themselves. So don't do it. Call an old friend. Call a relative. Go out to the store. Find somebody at the library. Go to a coffee shop. Just don't stay by yourself. Because when you're by yourself, there's no solution. You need to reach out for help. Call someone. And if you ever feel like you want to go and hurt yourself, call that suicide line. Please do. And know that you're not alone. No, you're not alone. There's somebody out there that's dying to help you. And you would be helping that person. Because I can tell you this. When I help somebody else, it really really helps me more than it helps the other person and that might sound very selfish but it's true it is true i do i i feel better when i am helping someone because it, it brings everything to perspective for me right it brings it into perspective. I was just I had to jump on my iPad so that I could give you guys a national suicide hotline, which is 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. You're not alone. You don't have to be alone. And God is always with you. Until next week, keep getting busy living sober. And again, you can reach out to me at busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y at BusyLivingSober.com or you can friend me on Facebook because I will accept your friend request and I will respond to you, I promise. And that's Elizabeth Chance Fagley. I'm also on um, BusyLivingSober.com. That's my website. So no, you are not alone. Reach out for help. Don't battle this life by yourself because nobody needs to be by themselves, okay? Nobody does reach out for help. It doesn't show a sign of weakness. In fact, on the contrary, it shows a sign of strength. Until next week, take care, everybody. I have a graduate tomorrow. Oh my gosh, be thinking of me all tomorrow. It's my last child graduating from high school. I'll talk about that next week. Until then, keep getting busy, living sober.